Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duke of Hobbies. Jake, I'm super excited. Are you? Yes. I finally was able to actually buy some Champion's Path cards. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I was I looked today and I couldn't find any. <laughs> I got one of those pin collecting packs and they're way too expensive in my personal opinion for three for three packs, but I needed some actual champion cards. Did I get anything good? No, but at least I got some codes for them. So That's good. I mean, I w- I looked at three different stores today and I'm glad I didn't get any then if you're pull rates were that bad <laughs> oh they were so bad nothing, nothing i i think the best pull i got was the um other obstagoon so i can wicked hand and make them discard down to four uh which well, everyone was really a little annoyed with me last night with well i'm sorry that was your best pull <laughs> it could be worse it could be worse how about yourself yeah, how are you definitely. doing today ah not too bad like i said i just ran around uh a you know, getting uh, a few things here and there and looking for Champion's Path. Didn't find anything. And then I came home and started demoing the bar downstairs in my uh, in my basement that I kind of was making for like a man cave thing. Because I decided I'm going to change it up and, you know, do that little Pokemon uh, studio kind of thing down the road for future streams on PCCGO and, you know, just live play as well an awesome experience that that i'm excited for it but i'm also like kind of bummed because like my bar looked pretty cool and i just like took a sledge to it and oh oh my gosh (laughs) oh man times it's amazing how times will change yeah i'm all pokemon now so (laughs) no more beer more pokemon (laughs) you know but yeah, how about yourself? Other than uh, Champion's Path, uh, anything anything crazy with you? No, no. You know what? Uh, with Players Cup and stuff, I was able to play a couple wins or play a couple games actually, and get myself a couple nice wins in there. Uh, I still gotta really actually work my way. I still have too many keys, uh, but I, that gives me a fighting chance. I got a lot of hope. Uh, so I just gotta nice. I gotta work hard right now. But I have switched over to Internatus completely right now. Okay. Yeah. That's... Very cool. It, it, that's what I started off my Players' Cup run with, and it, it, it does, does well. And I know uh, Zach, our local professor, he was doing a lot of Eternatus, and once he switched over, he was doing pretty solid as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, through our Players' League, one of the codes, I decided why not open up the pack. I actually got a uh, Hyper Full Art Crobat. So I was pretty happy about that. So, you know, I feel special. You got your crowbat. I got, I got it. I finally pulled a crowbar, crowbat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. How about yourself in the Players' Cup? Okay, so uh, since the last time, uh, you know, we talked, I was kind of a little down on myself. And I want to give a shout out to um, another professor at a different store that's unfortunately still closed down because of uh, the COVID. But Stephen, he... He was talking to me, you know, you know, when I was down and, you know, s- saying I'm still in a good position, just, you know, focus up and, you know, have fun with it. And I tried to take his advice, didn't have as much pressure on myself. And I went on a, a tear. Uh, I did I did 10 tournaments 
and I don't remember the exact amount of points I got in those 10, but I know four tournaments in a row, I won four straight tournaments in a row. And then I got a, then I got a couple, uh, seconds and like, uh, another like top four or whatever. So I put myself in a good position. I am at 87 points and currently I'm ranked 131. So I'm still, I still have four tournament uh, keys to go. I kind of wanted to see where the meta is, where everybody is and kind of try to adjust other than just putting, you know, the pressure to finish those four right now. Yeah, you got plenty of time. Uh, remember, for all those listening, it ends October 28th. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get those, you know, take your time, do this appropriately. Like we said, you know, if it's not going well. Also, I don't suggest playing on Fridays. Uh, some some yeah. really good players come out of the woodwork there. So if you if you so, if you need a good run, don't play on Friday. Yes, the the the, the day that I was actually having a horrible run was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. There's it, uh, it, it, my, it's, it's it's good to play against those good players, but at the same time, you know, it can get in your head. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not like we're not good enough players to win uh, matches against them, but when you're consistently just uh. Mm-hmm. You might get one or two losses and then start overthinking things. And then at that point, it's not right. necessarily um, the best for you. Right. Well, hey, Jake. So before we get into the main topic of our episode today, how about we do mm-hmm. a quick rundown uh, just on the meta breakdown of what we're seeing uh, in not just Players Cup, but kind of all around right now. Okay. Um, yeah. So from what i've seen and what i've heard from you know other locals that were in various tournaments um you know top five hasn't really changed a whole lot there is one notable inclusion in the top five and that's baby blacephalon there's been an uptick in baby blacephalon uh, because of the rise of this uh, green senescorch um and and the picaroms those those two decks traditionally kind of struggle with the one prizers. So I think that's why you kind of see baby blounts jumping up in there. Right, right. And baby, baby blounts is able to, you know, dish out enough in one round of attack to even take out that Sandy scorch. So um, it's, you know. it's ridiculous. Like every time I play against baby blounts, I swear they get exactly the card combination they need to get exactly as many energies they have to, to knock out whatever it is in the active. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's it's crazy a one prizer can one shot a full health eternatus even with like you know some kind of uh, you, uh the big charm or whatever it, it's just nuts it's it's a, it's a lot and it zach plays this he plays it very well and he does a good job setting it up but you know it is one of those ones that it, it's not as much set up as you really think because you you know you only need three energy to trigger it off uh and typically you know this is a welder so welder and then an attach and then boom it, it does uh, need welder but the sequencing is important for the yeah. amount of energies needed um if you do the sequencing wrong you might yes. not hit the amount of energies you need in hand. Right. And that, that takes a lot of practice and skill to do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, right. uh, yeah. But aside, but aside from that, like what I'm seeing is Santa Scorch, I still think is number one, just in percentage played. Um, Eternatus right behind it. Baby Blounce, ADP, Pika Rom, kind of, 
kind of the main ones. I mean, I still think Luke Luke Metal Zashian um, is right up there with like you know any one of those slots that could be in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke Metal is probably just getting the the hurt from the fire, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's a rotating meta, so I well it kind of goes in waves. So you'll when you know people start backing off of the Santa Scorch. Because of you know whatever counters comes up, then all those whale lords. Luke Metal can, do, yeah, ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. I played against a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well Jake, uh, actually let's do a quick code here before we get into our main topic of energy engines. Let's do it. All right, first code: Sword and Shield base set M J P W. N M N T T M D six nine. That middle again was W N as in November, M as in Mike, N as in November. Alrighty then. So yeah, we're uh, let's get into the meat of the conversation. What are we talking about today, Nick? Energy engines. This is kind of a good discussion. Uh, one of one of our listeners had suggested this episode, not just as a way to learn, but kind of actually evaluate and look at all the different types of engines that are available right now. Yeah, so we'll mostly be talking about the engines that are currently in play, but there are a couple on the horizon that we will bring up um, for specific deck archetypes that might be, uh, you know, something to look at in the future. Yep, yeah. All right, so Jake, let's get right into it because there's quite a bit of these, and we kind of want to get into there, kind of explain yeah. them, and then get, uh, and then we'll do a, a power ranking at the end. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so we're gonna start with uh, with some fighting. Uh, not the most uh, popular uh, archetype at the moment, uh, but there are a couple uh, engines that help it kind of run and get up and running and uh, get those attacks out, you know, quick as possible. Right, and uh, first and foremost is the Colossal Engine. Uh, it is a fighting fire, but I, I view it as primarily fighting anyways. And yeah. we did that whole episode on the Sandaconda talk on it, which, you know, as we said, it was really just a Colossal Engine. So that's the uh, tar generator where you, from the discard, you can take a fighting and a fire and attach it however you like to any of your Pokemon. Yeah, definitely. That could be... Really key to get those three to four attack cost Pokemon up and running within a turn or two. Right, and also the way to recover from attacks like Sand Breath or any of the discard attacks that you know you have to then recover from on the following turn. Yeah. So another notable like, drawback, it is a stage two, so you will have to find your candies or um, you'll have to you know evolve twice. Um, but it with does, you know some of the new search the engines, yep. it does. But with some of the new search engines, it might be become a little easier to get that Pokemon out there with the candy um, within a turn or two. So something to definitely look out in the future. Um, another card for the fighting that helps is the Karate Belt. Um, now this one is a little bit different. So it's a tool, and it says if you have uh, more prize cards remaining than your opponent, the attack of your Pokemon this card is attached to costs one fighting uh, energy less. 
So, I mean, you have to be losing, but essentially you can attach this card plus an energy, and then that's basically two energies right then and there. Um, and if you already had an energy on him, he's that Pokemon's most likely ready to go start swinging. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, recovery card for fighting right now. So, uh, especially I think what we're going to see in the future with some of those other fighting Pokemon coming out, they'll, it'll, you know, they'll, they'll be able to take a lot of advantage of this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, I think the last thing really for fighting though, is just Bay. This is a card in shocking volt or vivid voltage that will be coming out. The wording for that one is discard the top five cards from your deck, attach all energy cards discarded in this way to your benched fighting Pokemon in any way you like. So there's a lot of cool advantages you can do with this, especially for fighting right now. Uh, so this is a good recovery card and, you know, it, it helps get through your deck a little bit quicker too. Um, and it actually compounds uh, with your, uh, your Colossal because if you don't have enough fighting or you, you needed to get that energy into the bench for you anyways and to get it in, or if you needed to get that energy that's in the discard now, you can then put that in quickly too uh, onto your active Pokemon. So it's it's a neat kind of combo that I believe will be pretty powerful. Yeah, for sure. And, it, and we're gonna eventually go into draw engines as well. And with this card with B, um, you could there's there's ways to manipulate what cards you're discarding on the top of your deck, which will help with that energy excel as on uh, you know as well as that. Right, right. So yeah, I think fighting, you know, the future looks bright. So if if B or Bay is, you know, is consistent or as good as people are hoping she will be, uh, only time will tell, though. All right. How about we go into the next one, Electric? Electric. Yep. Um, Electric has a little bit more help um, than the fighting does. So first and foremost, I think everybody is uh, familiar with Tapu Koko Prism Star. So basically, you just want to get the Tapu Koko on your bench. And as long as you have two energies or you know, one energy in your discard pile, you can go up to two. Um, you will put Tapu Koko into that Lost Zone. And then you'll attach two um, energies to your bench Pokemon. Um, and yeah, that one, can get one, uh, max of uh, one list. to each, but you, you can't. Yeah, max of one to each. But that's definitely that's that's two energy on the board. Um without even physically attaching one for a turn. So with the help of other cards um, that we'll go into, well, we'll might as well just energy switch. So you could, so you can have a completely naked board and then you use Tapu Koko's Dance of the Agents. You could attach two lightning energies onto your, uh, onto your bench on two separate uh, Pokemon. And then you can energy switch uh, one energy to the other. So now he has two and then say it's like a Picarom and then you can throw Throw physically put a, a energy on there, and then bam, he's off and running. Um, he can hit that turn. Yep, and he can't so, forget, especially with Pikaram, you can't forget tag switch at all. Uh, I think you know in those decks, it's it's still pretty strong out there. So it's a great way to move that energy around between those tag. Yeah, for sure. But now that we're talking about uh, Pikaram. So he's also an energy excel. So say you do that with Tapu Koko, um, early game, and you then you can then you can do his attack full blitz, which does 150 damage, which is you know 
nothing to scoff at. It's not the biggest amount of damage anymore. Um, but then you can just search your deck for three lightning energy and attach it to one of your Pokemon on the bench. So basically, you could have gone from with the combo with Tapu Koko, with the energy switches and Picarom, you can go from no energy onto the board till after your attack, you have six on the board. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I it's I love that combo. It's 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 always a nice little surprise too when you're if your opponent isn't expecting the the quick acceleration uh, that that mm-hmm. that electric can do there with those just really those two. Yeah, I, it, it is a lot harder now with uh, with the loss of Thunder Mountain. In the past, it was pretty easy just throw that Thunder Mountain out there, and you could just do the 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 full blitz for two energy. But uh, right. it's still it's still fair. Um, you know, and if you're not going to get that turn one full blitz off, which is a lot harder now, um, there there are other options out there for lightning um, to excel that. So the next turn, you can start doing that full blitz uh, energy uh, um, spreading. Yeah, and I think um, the, so, I think the best example of that is Bolton. Bolton yeah. V, he you do electrify two energy from your deck and put it however you like and it's uh, uh, onto your pokemon and it's super strong you can help him out you can help and that and that just helps it bolton out too because if you get the two energy on it that's a lot of damage you can be generating yes definitely yeah bolton the electric type seems to really like to flood the board with energy and not necessarily all on one pokemon just spread it out so there is an abundance throughout you know your team mm-hmm. um with with his uh second attack there i think we have to mention one little special one that it's not used as much but if we don't i think ryan's gonna get real mad at us there is that charbug uh combo with vikavolt and that is the stage one pokemon that you can actually attach to vikavolts so you can attach it to your mm-hmm. v's and your v max uh, or the stage two version out there too, uh, and I think again with champion uh, with shocking Vol- or vivid voltage coming out, uh, I think we might actually see this combo come into play a little bit more, uh, just because Vikavolt has that you know has that potential to be kind of a game disruption, and that doesn't count as your energy attachment too for the round, so you can actually get two placed. Yeah. Which yeah, is it's it's not completely meta, but it's definitely an option out there that a lot of people might not be thinking about. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if you've been playing a while, you might forget about combos like that or, you know, something just to rediscover when new cards pop up here and there. Right. It really, it kind of goes hand in hand with Bolton and how I view it is if you have your Volt who disrupted enough times, play, you know, you could get this out there and it counts as two for a Bolton attack, which is even more powerful. Yeah. So there's another card out there that's not necessarily an engine. Um, it's just kind of there to help slightly, um, you know, increase, especially with the Boltons getting all the energy spread. Um, it might be controversial, but Turbo Patch. Some people say it's a horrible card. Some people say it's busted. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, it's like that coin flip. But like, if you're get, if you do that full blitz with, uh, you know, the, you know, the Picaron with the Tapu Coco, and then the next turn. You get a couple turbo patches and you flip heads. That's just an exponential amount of energy on the board. And Bolton V will probably be one-shotting, you know, most anything there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, it, 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 I, and I think, I, I'm glad you put it in here with electrical. I think it's the most relevant turbo patch is most relevant for electrical. So that's why we wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, I might bring it up again, you know, coming with, depending on the uh, other variants. But uh, I definitely agree that electrical, especially with the, the with the bolt storm, each each head you're flipping, that's 30 extra damage. So the the loss of electro power is basically kind of like an electro, like a, a, a mini electro power where you're just boosting your damage by 30 each head you hit. Now, looking forward, we need to take a look at uh, shucking voltage with the new Pikachu coming out. And yes. that one is a selfish Bolton with the ability to actually put two energy from your discard pile onto itself yes uh, that is you know it doesn't seem too you know inter- you know it, it doesn't seem as well as electrify because again it's not flooding your de- your whole your board but it's flooding pikachu but if you set that up properly you might only have one energy on it you know maybe you couldn't get tapakoku because it's prized or turbo patch didn't trigger well this now it had that pikachu has three all of a sudden you can v max that pikachu and you're doing 270 in damage uh on the very yes. next attack and you can just discard that energy um and if you memory capsule combo you can if you can next turn repeat that rinse and repeat definitely now with the pikachu v if he does that it's a little scary because he's left in the active um so you want to use that sparingly because you might flood him with energy but he might get knocked out before he ever can evolve and he's a little squishier than bolton because he's at 190 hp right uh, opposed to the 200 right but i think we so got just your something fa- to your... keep an eye out we got to talk about your favorite Card coming oh up. yeah, so yeah, we have already talked about Tapu Koko with Pigarom combination with six, um, and then like if you throw a couple Turbo Patches heads, and then you add Electrode on that, so <laughs> that's another two energies, and your your board will just be flooded within a turn or two. Um, so basically, uh, he's a stage one, so it will it won't be instantaneous. Um, but once during your turn before you attack, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may knock this Pokemon out. If you do, search your deck for two lightning energies and attach them to a lightning Pokemon in play any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. So again, that's that's two more energies. And if you tap Ukoko, that's that's four energies without ever physically placing an energy onto a Pokemon. Right. No attachment necessary. It's it's unbel- it's it's really fast. It's really neat too. Yes. No, no, I do. Yeah. So you are giving up a prize. Um, but again, a lot of those matchups, one single prize isn't going to matter. So, like, if you're playing against the ADP, he's probably going to, he's going to need to t- knock out two things, anyways, basically, because he's going to ultra creation, boss, boss for a Dene or kill Bolton. They're still going to have to do that twice. Right. Or, even or, if you knock yourself out. Right. Or, Take a look at the new green Senate Scorch. That's you know, it's trade one prize for three. Yes. Yeah. With you know, if you can generate enough damage, they'll be worth it. Definitely. Um, so, the electric. The future is, we're, we're is it's bright. I mean, we've already <laughs> kind of seen it in the last you know, couple weeks where Picarom without you know some of this stuff is is coming up there, but um, I can just see him. 
just dominating the meta again until Pika, Pikachu and Zekrom uh, rotate. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, that's enough electric. Let's go into water. Let's what do, do you some water. Yeah, let's. Uh, I think we got to talk about the most obvious one here when it comes to water, Frostmoth. Yeah, Frostmoth. He he is the he is the most meta of of um, energy Excel uh, and yeah, for really water, probably for water. the most efficient. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, sta a stage one that, you know, you follow up with those buckets uh, if you need to, and just being able to put all that water down as fast as possible uh, to your bench poke, to your benched water Pokemon, super strong, you know, you're, you're, you know, and it does, it does not take that much. And we've talked about when we were talking to Teleon, how that's a, you know, that kind of those two with the Inteleon VMAX, you really want to be going first anyway, so hopefully you can get Inteleons down, also a Frost Moth. And, you know, the one thing I think, for, or, or the Snoms, but the one thing I think that's interesting to note about this one that separates it from some of these other engines is this single one can fill the whole bench. You know, yeah. Based on it, and that's yeah. that is the biggest difference between all the ones that we talked about, the Colossals, the Tapakokus, the Boltons, you know, the 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 fact that this sits in your bench and it can even still be in the active spot and still do this if you're somehow stuck with it out there. But, you know, yeah. all of a sudden you could be full energy for all of the Pokemon you need to ha be at full energy. Um, and then, yeah, you know, for sure. He... It, yeah, he's I, super good with uh, spreading that energy out. Right. The problem with Frostmoth compared to you know some of the electric things we we're talking about is that you do need to have that energy in hand, both or for for the at least the Frostmoth variant. Um, and the buckets do help, but sometimes you're you're searching for those energies and having to expend some resources to try to find those to get them in hand to do it. Right. Um, and sometimes also it could be a pain in the butt. To, because um, what what Pokemon you have in the active, you want to excel energy to, but unless you have switching cards, sometimes it's not possible. Yeah, yeah. I think Jake, I think you should actually talk about these other two. Uh, we we, we play tested this a few times against each other, um, and it's one of my favorite water Pokemon of all time. Oh yeah, I think he, Blastoids is one of my favorite, especially when I was younger. Uh, you know, playing the, the original Game Boy games. Blastoise was my first Pokemon I ever owned. <laughs> yep, same here. I, I was not a I was not a Charizard still not a Charizard person. <laughs> I, I like Charizard, but uh, Blastoids just has a special place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but we're yeah, we'll start with uh the Blastoids GX. I mean we don't really see him as much anymore, but he is an energy accelerant, uh, accelerant, especially early game if you're stuck with him. Um, his GX attack, uh, Giant Geyser, it says, attach any number of water energy cards from your hand to your Pokemon uh, in any way you like. So if you, you know, you had a huge hand of water to start, you can just do that. And it doesn't have to go straight to the Blastoids. Um, since he's in the active, it can go to whoever you want to attack next turn. Yeah, and it, that is this. It, it's a good. It's a good. You know, just a. It is a stage two though, which is its biggest downfall, right? It, it is a stage two, but yeah, I mean, again, um, 
in those Mewtwo Mew decks, like you, you could still use that attack. I mean, I know it's not water, but it is an energy cell right. in that variant. Right. Um, no, for, no. I, for... I mean, I think that's, I think that's who, why you, you, we, we definitely needed to bring it up. It's just because of the Mewtwo um, use. Yeah, it, it works in water decks as well. It's just kind of a shame that it helps uh, Psychic a little bit more. <laughs> but it definitely is worth bringing up. And then, so we also yep, we ahead. also do have the um, the Blastoids from Team Up. Um, he has the powerful Squall ability, and it says once during your turn before you attack, you may look at the top six cards of your deck and attach any number of water energy cards you find to your Pokemon in any way you like. Shuffle the other cards back into your deck, um, and you you see this new uh, Lapras deck. With with the uh, Intel the baby Intellion line and the Blastoise line and the pros for this Blastoise over like a Frost Moth is you can attach to the active and I think that's huge. Yep, and and it doesn't have to be energy in hand. Which no, mean, which is no, means your be- hand hand is now is is dependent on. You know, uh, can be to get this combination going off for setting up for the big attack. Definitely. Um, another important thing to note is that, especially in that deck that I was talking about, if you have two of these Blastoids somehow on your bench, you can do this attack, or, you know, one per. So theoretically, very unlikely, you can get, you know, 12 energy onto your active <laughs> like you would ever need that. But. <laughs> it's a possibility i've had it where you know you got you know you attach one you know as a manual attach you'll do that you get you know an average of like maybe two especially if you're thinning uh but like if you hit two and then another three that's six energy all in one turn and you're you're hitting a lot of those big boys um you know for knockout and if it's if it's your second turn of attacking and this blastoise is continuously doing the powerful squall um, you're basically one-shotting anything if they're if they're slow. Right. There is actually one more Blastoise team up. Uh, it's the tag team Piplup one. Uh, its main attack is actually one that allows you. It not only does it heal, uh, and you have to have three, but it also allows you to place that energy down too. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, I, we talked about that a little bit in the Intellion also. So it is a slower, uh, cause you've already had to define energy, but it can be helpful for if you, you know, again, if you're not running Frostmoth or, or Frostmoth is not out there, uh, it can kind of be a helpful one. So it, it's, it's, de- it's kind of like a full blitz, but again, the energy has to be in your hand other than in your, um, uh, deck. Yeah, definitely. Um, one last uh, card. It doesn't necessarily have to go with water, but the new Nessa, um, the ability, especially if you're doing like a Frost Moth, the ability to just get four energy cards back from your bench or from your discard pile is super huge. Uh, you can just you know flood you know the next Pokemon up if if need be. Yeah, that, that's gonna be that's yeah, <laughs> yeah from I, the, from the discard, which is something that water can suffer from because if you know you might have placed out too much or too quickly or whatever might have been taken out this can help you yeah definitely 
just it's a it's a, a very good pivot card i think again this is not necessarily water um necessary but i think nessa might be broken like just really good yeah in a I, lot of different decks yeah i think we're gonna see <laughs> the fact that it's 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 water but there's there's definitely going to be a lot uh, a lot of people are excited for uh i think that does just about it for water how about we go yeah. into metal now oh metal <laughs> we're going into uh into that meta territory here yeah well i mean water to metal makes a good sense because we have one particular pokemon team that we have to talk about when we're talking about metal and water and that is adp yes yeah, so well adp in his own in his own is not a metal pokemon right it is a but dragon. <laughs> it is a dragon but a lot like full blitz with picarom uh, once you you know you if do your 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 GX move or not, you'll you'll attack and you'll spread energy three energy to which is actually maybe better than Pikachu Decoron because you're spreading three energies to the bench in any way you like so you don't have to flood it to one specific Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So if you know you're going to get knocked out and you have you know say two Zacians, um, you can spread the deck. Or you're gonna spread the energy out so you're not like locked into just you know one or the other. Right. Um, and a lot of times that matters a lot when uh, you know with the energy disruption, so you're not like putting it all all your eggs in one basket kind of a thing. Yep. Or or if you already have your Zashin set up, which I've I've seen and been upset about, then you know you're talking the um, the Maui. Uh, hit, get get hit, use that on on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, Alter Creation is just, yeah, basically another variation of Full Blitz, but really strong. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, now that we talked ADP, um, you know, the, the other part of, you know, that deck is Zacian V. Um, he is an energy excel on his own, so even if you don't have an ADP um, and you just start with him or, or he's on the bench on the, you know, you're going first, um, and you're ending your turn, instead of just ending your turn, he has an ability, Intrepid Sword. So once during um, your turn, you may look at the top three cards of your deck and attach any number of um, metal energy you find there to this Pokemon. And then put the other cards into your hand. So he's uh, not only is he an energy exceller, he's also a draw engine as well. So he's pretty busted that way. Um, and that really helps with that early game consistency. And if you you know find one or two uh, energies, you're you're set up to the fact that like if you alter creation or, or you know hit with ADP, you can s set up a different Zashian. Now you have two Zashians ready to go. Yep. Yep. Or or you know if you ADP could only get the water placed on the turn before you get the one metal and then a quick switch and all of a sudden alter creation can be triggered. You know, this, this, that combo, everyone sees it everywhere and it, it is, is very powerful together. Yeah. And uh, we did talk about, um, you know, the energy switch in electric, but I think it's almost just as important in metal, uh, especially with the ADP, but even just late game when you're trying to pivot, um, say you have like a mall while out there and you want to get a Zashian out there uh, to hit instead, um, you know, you can just throw you, that energy that's on a different Pokemon that doesn't matter right into him on top of, um, you know, Metal Saucers and actual physical attach cards because he only needs three to attack. 
right and metal so saucer I, is, is that is that big one that we have to talk about for metal it just you know the luke metal metals all the metal decks out there love this card uh being able to quick ball and then you know get that energy right back is just a, such a important combination in the game right now definitely and then also like if you have a, whatever's in your active gets knocked out it's almost like the metal decks aren't even punished for it because then they can just so say there's an energy already on Azatian, you just metal saucer attach and he's already ready to go right because um, you just knocked out another Zacian, but you killed you just gave the other one the energy so that turbo patch is really really powerful uh the um, uh, metal saucer i'm sorry yes metal saucer metal saucer which yeah. is 10 times better than turbo patch but that brings up another point where you know sometimes you only ha i mean you only have four so you prize a couple turbo patch is another one of those uh, cards that can you know help in certain situations if you can't find those saucers yeah and, and you know uh yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it, there's not much more to say they they, no. they love to draw from their discard pile metal does yes with especially the metal saucer but you know at a lesser extent the turbo patches oh i, I remember what i was gonna say yeah uh, one of the with that combination there i've seen games swing back in for metal with Zamatesta against you know Eternatus because you know Zashian came up did a ton of damage they took out Zashian and then all of a sudden uh you know you, you can all recover all that energy you've been putting it on to the uh Zamatesta Zamazenta Zamazenta <laughs> instead yeah. and you know that's just and that can change the game you know if you just wall out uh you know an Eternus because of that or any VMAX that changes the game greatly yeah definitely uh another card I do want to mention um that kind of just goes hand in hand with the metal saucers and patches is the Viridian Forest Stadium um so basically you just discard a, a card in your hand and then you search your deck for for um, uh, any energy, but in this case, it would be a metal energy. So you can discard a metal energy to put it into your discard, just so you can turbo patch it on top of putting on, you know, physically attaching a card or a, a metal energy on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's that is a pretty good combo. Um, and then one card that might not actually be, it's not really part of the engine. But since this specific engine is all attached to a bench Pokemon, one card that can't be understated is Air Balloon. So you want to have something that's in your active that's able to retreat easily just to pivot back and forth. So even if it was like a Zacian-Zacian combo, like you can have an Air Balloon on your Zacian, switch out you know, after they've already done you know, the Metal Saucer, Turbo Patch, you know, whatnot combination and then you know give them the uh the attempt to attack yep all right uh i think that's just is about for metal metal <laughs> we, we hope we covered all metal uh <laughs> yeah i mean we might be missing some here and there yeah. um you know if we do i'm sorry, sorry there's quite well, a few let us know in the comments <laughs> you know we uh we wanted to make sure we hit all of them and if we if we missed any just let us know we'll uh put it in the next one Definitely. All right, but we're not done. 
We may be done with metal, but we got to go on to the next energy, uh, which is dark. Dark. They don't have a lot, but there are a few that are worth talking about. Um, and I'll let you take this first one because you've been a big proponent of this one. <laughs> and I actually do have a story about it um, after, you know, are, you, you are you talk talking, about it. Are you, are you talking about my, my, my favorite villain so far in, <laughs> in Pokemon, Rose? <laughs> yes, you've been, you've been hyping him for weeks low-key. So here's, <laughs> low key. here's your time to shine. Rose is great for Dark. I mean, again, we we talked about him when we talked to Turnitus. It is a combination that was made for each other with the fact that you're going to be V-maxing uh, a Turnitus uh, to V... You know, you want to get a Turnitus to V-max pretty quickly, but there's a lot of energy denials out there. And this recovery, this get-out-of-jail-free card to be able to take something out is important. And so again, Rose, you discard your ha whole hand and the, you take two energy from, well, actually you take the two energy from your discard pile, attach it to a V max and then discard your whole hand. So you have to pay attention to that order because you know, whatever is in your hand isn't, you know, you can't use, but then it goes away. Um, yes. So pay, remember that combination. But again, it is a, you're not putting a lot. You're probably putting two at most, and that's even pushing a lot of roses out there. Again, this this combo is for the dark Pokemon, though. And I've seen I've seen this be used pretty effectively. I used it and came in second, and a player's cup with this and then turned this. I was facing that Torkoal V. It was annoying, yeah. and a boom, and just you know, wallop and game swung right back in my favor. Yep. So. I, I, I'm still not sold on it, and I do in the future it may be more relevant. Um, but I was playing a, a random game, uh, and I was trying out, you know, Picarom, the new version of it, and I was playing against Eternatus, and I hit him for the first hit. Um, but before I did that, I crushing hammered and yell grunt, or yeah, I crushing hammered one away, and then yell grunted the other, and then hit him, and I'm like, okay, I got this. Um, because it's late game, I, I only need three prizes next turn, I can just knock him out. And lo and behold, he pulls a rose out. <laughs> and he already had some some other dark in the energy or in the discard. And he one shots me. And I was like, Oh, I have a certain win, and Rose just ripped it out from underneath me. Like I said, it's it's that it's just that one get out of free jail card that you'll use. I will say once out of every 10 games, but again, if you're not facing that denial, you can get rid of it. It doesn't take up a lot of room in the deck. Definitely. Um, but if you are to run this, um, especially in dark, um, another card to run with it is the Rose tower because you are losing all of your, of your, your hand. So you're going to need something. I know you're probably knocking something out to get a prize or two, but you still, you know, want to have cards in hand, uh, right? Being being so being cardless is is a is a big risk, and it is that's why it is. You know, I, it's that combination is great. You know, you definitely you know you could see the interaction that they wanted to play with that. But again, like just sitting there without hand, a card in your hand. It's very scary in general, too. And that's why we, we 
we've put this one we wanted to talk about this one in dark again because of wh who it was designed for specifically but at the same time it is it's 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 such a risky card to play when it when it comes to in, in the long run without yeah, any without sure. any follow-up if it you is, have no follow-up yeah um so another another card like we've mentioned before and it's it's not really an engine it's not really a great card but in a pinch especially with all this energy denial um and you got to watch out for the sequencing on this one is the turbo patch <laughs> you can attach it to a v basic v but not to a v max so if you needed to you could turbo patch to a v and then attach manually then evolve or evolve, then attach manually, and then you're ready to go. So there's that one. Um, and then one other card that I haven't really seen a lot of anymore, um, but it's the Weavile GX, um, the Shadow Connection. And it says, as often as you like during your turn before you attack, you may move any basic energy from one of your Pokemon to another one of your Pokemon. Yeah, and, and that now, and, and that that one paired pairs really well with the Incineroar, the the Dark Incineroar GX that yes. allows you to take that damage and then it put on the energy onto it. So the Weavile really pairs nicely with the Red and Blue, um, the tag team. Search your deck for a Pokemon GX that evolves from one of your Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon to evolve it. Then shuffle your deck. But then also, if you, um, it goes on to say, when you play this card, you may discard two other cards from your hand. If you do, search your deck for up to two basic energy cards, attach them to the Pokemon you evolved in this way. So basically, you evolve the Weavile G or GX with the red and blue. You discard, you get your two energies, you put them onto the Weavile, but then he just moves them to whoever else you like. Um, so that's very key. So it's not only just like, early, like it could be early game acceleration. It's also, like you said, um, like if you see that a Pokemon's about to get knocked out, you can move all those energies off of that guy and move it to something else. Right. The other, the other ones we got to talk about actually for Tark is Hydreon. It's the yes. stage two. Again, this is another stage two version with Dark Squall. Uh, as often as you like during your turn, you may attach a Dark Energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. This is improved Frostmoth for Dark. Right? You know, so you can attach it to any of your Pokemon. It doesn't have to be Bench. It can be active. So that's really good. And it's as much energy. But again, it's from your hand. Um, and but it, the downside that the you know the flip side versus this and Frostmoth is it is stage two, and it has and again still has to be from the hand. Um, you yes. know we the only time we really see this is it with the Grim Snarl V's and V Max ones uh, to get that energy acceleration going. But um, it's uh, you know we we're not seeing much play of it right now, which is why I don't think it's all that great because of the, the fact that it, it you know, Eternus only needs two uh, and isn't really, yeah. really relying, doesn't not really need to rely on this. 
Yeah. Yeah, it just seems a little too inconsistent for for uh, an eternatist build, especially just kind of throwing candies in there. Kind of seems a little clunky for that kind of a build. But right, you know, going down the road, you know, there there might be a a better home for him. Right, right. There's nothing, you know, it, it's it's definitely solid, and it, the fact that it can be to any of them that can be that can be very helpful. I mean, there is there's argument for it if you can get it going, but again, you know, it's. You know, we, we know Eternus doesn't really need it right now. Um, yeah. And then the Definitely. actually we 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 can't not talk about which is Eternus V itself, um, that power acceleration attack. Put one. Yeah. Put the other energy down onto one of your bench, which is most likely your backup Eternus that you're gonna do. Um, so you know, get that bench ready. That might be what you do, or even just kind of delay a little bit rather than letting them take a three prizer. You play a two, you get your two prizer gone, and then follow up with a big heavy Eternus the next turn. Yeah, and also if you're if you know you're playing against a deck that is like an energy removal or playing hammers, you could do that attack, and that's just forcing them to flip one extra heads. And if they you know if they fail on any of those, um, you know you. You're more, you're you're in a better position to just jump up next turn with you know the backup or the or the you know whoever they decide to take the energy off of you know they can right. just hit with the other one. All right, I think that does it just about with dark. Uh, the yep. other one before, we have two left really. Uh, next is actually grass because we only have yes. we have one that we need to talk about for grass. And that... one, well, there's actually one that's current and one that we need to talk about that will help as well. Okay, all right. We need to get one out of the way. It's the grass version of Stage 2, Rillaboom. Uh, you know, with the vi- voltage beat, very strong with the taking two energy from the, the deck and being able to put that to grass to any of your Pokemon any way you like. So, you know, you can put it on itself. Bench and active, very strong, plays very well with the Rillaboom V and V Max for sure. Um, again, the issue is it being stage two, and you have to, yep. you, you know, again, grass. The one suffering thing from it is it's grass uh, and fires out there. <laughs> yes. Um, so to you, so you to get the Rillaboom up and running, you need to get those candies out there. Yep. Um, or the Alolan Executors, uh, GX, uh, the Rowlet Alolan Executor, um, to, you know, evolve him, like, right right away if you can. Right. Um, easier said than done at times, uh, but that's definitely what your goal is to, you know, try to get, get going for that uh, energy. Right, uh, and you, you really need two. You really need two of those because the way grass attacks are right now, there's not a lot of three attackers, so you can't be mm-hmm. placing. You you really need two because you got to get four. Yeah, you know, four four energy out there. So that's why that's what makes that even trickier too. Definitely. I think the bigger one, Blastoise tag team grass version, and that is Zerud. With a he has two different attacks, but the second one that we're, it's energy acceleration wise it does a hundred damage. You may attach up to two basic energy cards from your hand to your benched Pokemon in any way you like. If you attach if you attach energy to a Pokemon in this way, heal all damage from that Pokemon. So again, this is weaker attack damage only to the bench, but the difference is instead of it healing for fifty, 
from each energy that you place, you could fully recover someone. You know, you could re- fully yeah. recover actually two different Pokemon. So that's that's a pretty crazy, you know, neat combo there. Again, it's two energy, so that that helps. And it, it, it again though, it's not even just basic energy. It's just two energy. Yes, yes, but it has to have two grass energy on it. Yes. So, you know, maybe we see this in some other combo decks out there that are neutral. So, like, <laughs> you know who could be really annoying with <laughs> this combo? <laughs> are you going to say Salamence? No, I wasn't. I was going to say Double. Because <laughs> imagine, you finally do all this damage into Double V, and then all of a sudden Zerud pops up, gives it some energy, <laughs> and heals it. That would just be me. Uh, yeah. That's just the meme one. But uh, I think Salamance will see good advantage from this too. Plus, it's it's a uh, you know you you probably if you play if you're going first and you can get this out out there first and then follow up next turn with attaching the energy and then you know spreading starting to spread energy. I think this is pretty cool. You know, I think this is pretty strong. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's uh, you know the healing and the uh, the energy excel. I mean, the only problem with with the Rillaboom Zerud, it's it's grass and fire is everywhere, and we're gonna about to go into that. But this yeah, might I, give them a fighting chance, you know. Yeah, this this will definitely definitely help. And I mean, the nice thing though is remember, this could be your weakness. This is a way to get the weakness energy out. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty quick. So you can maybe use this as the way to place the weakness guard energy down onto your Pokemon, heal them if necessary, and then also, you know, follow up with Rillaboom and kind of get the actual grass where you need the grass to be. Definitely. All right. Uh, we got to do fire though. And I, I, I'm bringing this up now to, you know, disclaimer, uh, this is going last for us because it has one thing. It is the more, uh, between all the engines we talked about, and we're talking to energy engines here, this this fire really dives into both the two core engines of the game right now, what the other one being the draw engine decks. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be part two, another day. Uh, and, you know, so that's why I wanted to, I, I, I was telling Jake, we got to do this last just because we're going to be repeating a lot of this stuff in that one too, for a good reason, but we needed to bring this up here. So fire Jake, start us off with what you think is the best one for fire right now. Well, I don't know necessarily if it's the fire uh, or the best one, but I do want to start with the the Pokemon um, portion of energy acceleration. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. And that's the the Vulcanian from uh, the unbroken bonds. Um, so the flare starter. So you basically, yeah, you basically just want to get them out there. If you're going second, um, for one, uh, one fire energy attached to him, you search your deck for three fire energies and you attach them to the, your Pokemon on your field, however you like. So if you're playing, you know, the Santa Scorch or the Charizards or any fire Pokemon, you know, of your, of your choice, cause there's a lot of them out there, um, you basically just uh, throw three energies onto that guy or spread them, depending on what you're doing, and boom, you have four energies on, on the table um, just with that, um, which is a very big Kickstarter to a lot of decks. Yeah, yeah it's it's been a staple uh, for so long, and even if you 
go first uh, or it's later in the game, you can keep that Volcania out there kind of being a nuisance uh, and fire starting more Sun Scorch energy. Uh, you know, if the, your opponent is doesn't want to take it out. Uh, or you can even follow up with that quick attack too. So uh, dealing, you know, basically 110 damage with only for two energy cost. Yeah, which is super, super good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think Volcania pairs really well with the, you know, getting the next couple here. Uh, we have the Cinderace uh, uh, stage two evolution. Do you, uh, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. The, the baby Cinderace. Ba- yes, it's the baby Cinderace, yeah. And that's the one where uh, you do attack for one, and then from your discard pile, two energy is recovered onto that Pokemon. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun little uh, one-prizer deck. It's, um, you know, you throw a, like a recycle energy and get a couple of those Cinderaces out, and you just kind of keep switching them back and forth. And because they attack, they discard those energies. You just take them back with the, you know, the next one up up the board. Um, so it's not necessarily energy excel in like the traditional way that fire does, but it definitely, if you get some stuff in the bench, you can definitely just jump them up there, and he's ready to attack as long as you have one physical like manual attach. Then we got Victini. I think uh, yep. as, as a personal favorite one of mine. Uh, now the energy acceleration is its first attack with it, it coming the energy coming from your discard pile. So you have to be cognizant. Uh, you have to be aware of where the energy is at. So you know you're not using mm-hmm. this first turn. You're not you're using this kind of more as a recovery if necessary. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know Victini also has has some nice follow up too with its own ability with its you know multiple energy. Uh, I I like this card, uh, especially if you've had that Volcania uh, out there and it gets defeated, um, and you know maybe you're not really sitting where you need to be or you didn't get the card. You could put Victini out, do that, and maybe get two energy and get it out there. So it's kind of a nice mm-hmm. one. Uh, but it's 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 still it's up to three any way you like. Very strong, and, and to Very any strong. of the to any of the Pokemon. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say about the uh, Victini there. Um. The next one I have is my f- personal favorite, um, just based off of you know the last couple of weeks and my Players Cup run, where I really started turning it around is uh, the Santa Scorch V Max. Um. So you know, it only takes two attack, um, or two, you know, colorless energy to use this attack. Um, it does 40 damage for each fire energy attached to him. And then on top of that, you attack, you get to take a, a fire energy from your discard pile and attach it to him at the end of the turn. Um, so that stack, not only is energy Excel getting it out of, you know, your, your discard pile, you're actually also adding on your, on your damage that you're dishing out to your opposing Pokemon. Um, with that attack. Yep. Yeah. And it's, you know, definitely a, uh, you know, Santa Scorch when it's up and running, beats you down and continues to beat you down as it attacks and attacks, uh, just getting more and more powerful. It's kind of like, a you know, when we talked about it, it's, it's very, not only very strong, but, uh, kind of like mad party in a weird way, you know, the mm-hmm. more it attacks, the stronger it's becoming. 
essentially. So, uh, which is kind of a, kind of neat. All right. So another Pokemon um, that we need to talk about, and you don't really see him too much anymore, um, because is Charizard uh, from Team Up. Um, the biggest downfall, I think, is that he's a stage two, um, but he has um, an ability, Roaring Resolve, uh, and it says, once during your turn before you attack, you may put two damage counters on this Pokemon. If you do, search your deck for two Fire Energy um, card and attach them to this Pokemon and shuffle your deck. Um, and that pairs really nice with his attack. So his attack, Continuous Blaze Ball, does 30 30 plus, so it does discard all fire energy from this Pokemon. This attack does 50 more damage for each card you discard in this way. So, not to spoil it, but if you do like a Welder, or you do Volcanion, and he's already loaded up, and then you do that, you're throwing two more energies. Um, so that's 100 damage just in his ability right there. Um, so you could really have a lot of damage dealing with you know, those various different ways to excel energy onto him. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, very potent damage. I've, you know, especially as someone who plays a lot of the op uh, weakness to fire, uh, I don't like seeing that Pokemon come out at all. Yeah. So, it, it, in you know, some people run like two, uh, I think it's a two, two, two line for that one uh but we definitely seen it go away especially with the rise of uh sun scorch and the effectiveness of that but uh i do expect to maybe see maybe like a weird mix with the future which um uh vivid voltage with the, the new version of yeah uh you know with that the leon one and so maybe you might see like oh you know using this one in case of the other one for whatever reason uh instead of being all you in on one yeah. Uh, I, okay, I think we got to talk about three cards in particular. You already said its name for one of them, but it's these three that are so strong together and you know make fire so potent. Um, and that is and welder consistent. and consistent <laughs> and consistent. Yes, and, but that yeah. is welder, giant hearth, and fire crystal. Just yep. three very strong cards. All you know. You know, they all work so well together. Um, you know, you you know, welder. You know, being able to place two energy to any of your fire, any Pokemon, uh, but put fire energy down up to two, and then drawing three cards. You know, already really strong. Being able to, you're very fast. You know, just you know, Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, and then you pair that with the Volcania combination, and all of a sudden, any of the Charizard team ups, um, you know, Sandy Scourge, just boom, ready to go next turn. Uh, yep. you know, and or the Torkoal V's, you know, super strong. And oh, are you str having a tough time getting fire? Well, throw Giant Hearth down, discard another card. It's probably the Poke Gear that you don't need to get your welder because you already have a welder, and you mm -hmm. or or it's just another fire um because you're gonna follow it up with the the very next card uh you know do the welder again that can they all just play with each other so well so, or you know or the consistency here and then you got fire crystal fire crystal is pulling all that fire 
uh, energy from the discard pile right back into your hand. You just get the rinse and repeat if need be. Just you know, one yep. one turn after another. And when you're not, uh, uh, when you're when you're when you're done with that, because you have you know your science scorches or whatever you need to, to have all the energy you need, then you just you know follow up with the bosses next turn. So, you know, definitely. Yeah. This, these three, you know, they're just so consistent, getting the energy out of the deck, getting the energy out of the discard pile, getting it onto the Pokemon, who you want it, who needs it the most. And, you know, there's times where, you know, welder is just so potent because of the fact that you're not only placing energy, you're just recovering your hand too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And with the with the fire crystal, like if you do get one of those big guys knocked out, and say you don't have any more, like you don't have any more energies, and you can't hurt out of you know your your hand, those fire crystals just get them right back into play. And when you know other decks have a hard time getting those um, out of the discard from time, uh, you know, from time to time, right. compared to fire having that crystal to just uh, rip them back out. All right, uh, Jake. Let's do. We have a couple. We have a couple other cards we want to talk about. I think that does it for all of our energy types that are worth talking about. Sorry, Fairy. It's, you, it's not. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Chuck. <laughs> and also Dragon. Uh, I know there's like ends resolve uh, for them, but again, it, it, Dragon's not really. We don't see the energy dragon type uh, anymore. Yeah, not, not so, too much. So uh, I think the, the really it's one of the supports out there, one of the trainer cards, uh, B-Day. Bead. Bead. <laughs> Bead. Eh, you know. Yes. Uh, I don't think this card is that great, uh, but depending on the deck, uh, that is, you know, just an additional energy that you're throwing another energy you're attaching onto your Pokemon in a turn. So it could definitely make a difference depending on the deck. Uh, you know, I, I view this as if you're not a VMAX deck, this is your Rose, your get out of jail free Rose card, but that not as it's not as good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, it's, you get to have to play an energy from your hand. It's interesting because it, you're, you're sacrificing a support use to play energy, but it's only one, so it's weaker than welder for sure. So you're not using this in fire at all. It's just to kind of no. help all the other all all the other ones. It's like a, a very weak version. If I it, I would have liked this card more if it gave you some draw power, since it's only one and it's from your hand. Uh, you know that's and but that's about it. Like you know again, it, it's it's. If you're facing energy denial and you're not a VMAX, maybe one of these. But again, very don't I I, I don't recommend yeah. it. Don't throw four, please. No, don't don't throw, don't throw four. Yeah. All right, Jake. I think we do one more code here. I believe that is yeah. all of the ones. And I know we we know there's a lot here, but we really wanted to get all of them covered. So we're gonna do one more code. We're then gonna rank them, and we'll close out this part, and we'll do part two next time with a uh draw engine. engine so i looked uh, stay tuned for that code for sword and shield darkness ablaze j h p p k v d r n 9 m w 
W. Alright. I hope we uh hope someone gets something good from that again. Or at least trade it for a crowbat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what I want to do just to kind of close this episode out is just kind of throw down, you know, our top five or six power rankings of what the best energy acceleration is in the game at as of now. And I think we both should do our own mm-hmm. five to see if that kind of kind of ranks in the in you know close to the same all right jake so let's start off at number five for me i'm gonna go with picaram uh with that full blitz uh i just you know i love being able to get that in there i know there's other cards that kind of build to that but full blitz is something that you know a good amount of damage and you can get in your bench ready or even peek around ready to do the, the GX attack too. So I, I love that. I love that card a lot. Yeah, it's a super solid card. So for, for number five, for me, I, I have Frostmoth. Frostmoth, super solid at just throwing energy from your hand to your bench Pokemon. Um, and you can do as many as you have in your hand. So, you know, with the capacious buckets and, and other cards to help draw cards, you can spread that energy pr- fairly quickly. The reason I have him lower um, on the top five compared to, you know, some of the other cards that we're going to mention is because it's restricted to being on the bench. And sometimes that could be awkward to get to the energy to where you want it to go. But still, nonetheless, uh, Frostmoth is number five for me. I actually put Frostmoth at number four for me only because, and I only like it a little bit more than Picaram again, just because of the fact that you could, it could be one turn and all of a sudden all the energy that you need for the rest of the game is in there. So that is my difference between the two. Uh, that's how I view it with, for, that's why I put Frostmoth at four again, respecting the fact that the limitation is bench only. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my fourth is Zacian V in combination with his um, Intrepid Sword um, early game. That could be a big game changer, uh, especially if you get multiple um, energies on the, uh, onto him off the Intrepid Sword. Um, it just sets the tone for the game. Um, and even if you don't get the energies, it's just so powerful to have extra cards in hand. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will get to Zashian in a a little bit here. So let's do number three. I have Metal Saucer. That consistency, that recovery for me is so strong. Um, Again, you know, if something's going wrong, you play this, get it back, and, you know, or get where you want that energy, or you can quick ball again, get the Pokemon that you do need, then play it and get it onto there. so I have that's why I have that at number three. Yeah, I I was kind of in my head, kind of keeping that metal saucer with Zashian, a uh, kind of hand in hand. Uh, so I didn't actually put it on the five, but I again, everything you said is is correct and it is a solid card. Mm-hmm. How about your number so three, Jake? My number three is Pikaram. Um, just like you said earlier. Um, the ability to hurt your opponent and accelerate energy, and not just you know one or two, it's three or up to three. Um, it's super. It's super solid. So, so even if you're expecting to lose your Pika Rom, you can set up your Raichu, Raichu, or your Boltons 
to K to respond KO right there without any draw power. Even if they stamp you or they Marnie you mm-hmm. or anything like that, you're already ready to go and to you know smack some damage on your opponent that's already softened up. Right. Yep. It, it, it that's very true. The only reason why again. It's really the number three for me, that Metal Saucer, and my number two, which was your number four, the Zashian, is what mm-hmm. kicked those down for me so much. Um, and Zashian, again, uh, I find draw power very strong. The Intrepid Sword is very good, but it's also that it's energy acceleration there, too. So I like that first, like, I, when I play metal decks, uh, or when I see my opponent play metal, the fact that you could again quick ball throw the energy away metal saucer you know get zashian put zashian down this isn't all happens turn one you know you going first you metal mm-hmm. saucer the energy on to hit and then you know intrepid sword draw a bunch of cards and if you get energy bonus you know it's just even better um and Definitely. you could even have be doing that with two and and so just being able to set them up so quick especially since you got to be switching them around which isn't that hard uh with the zashian decks uh that, that that's that that number it's so it's so potent for me oh i agree for sure um so my number two is adp for the same reasons as uh Pikaram, except as i think it's just a little bit better because you're not restricted on throwing it on one specific Pokemon, you can spread the uh, the energy however you like. It's basically the difference between the two for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh these these five are really tough. You know, it, 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 there's no wrong in my opinion on any of these in any order. It's just really personal preference at this point. Except mm-hmm. for number one. And I think, Jake, me and you probably have the same number one here. I think you're probably right. What What's your number one? My number one is Welder. So powerful. Energy acceleration and draw power. Super combo. Strong. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to beat that right now. And it, goes, it pairs so well with so many um, colorless Pokemon out there. Plus, you know, the baby bl- uh, blunts. The, the fact that it's just too fast energy can be co- complete recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't agree more. That's you know, my number one, too. I think for all the same reasons you just said, Welder is probably the most busted card when it comes to energy excel. And it also helps with draw power, too. Hey, real quick. Which is shoot. just an added bonus. Like, we, we're talking about Rose. And Rose kind of does the same thing pseudo, except for the fact that you're punished for it compared to rewarded for it when you know it comes to Welder. Jake, I think that's just does about it for us today. I know we covered a lot. We wanted to talk about a lot, and I'm very excited not only just for this one, but uh, the next one. Yeah, definitely. And I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Chuck, our local, um, one of our locals. He gave us a suggestion and originally we wanted to cover it all in one, you know, energy and um, just draw support. Um, but 
that's just not going to happen in one episode. <laughs> no, and you know what? And we also got to give a big uh, shout out to Chuck also for all the great work he's doing on the Discord channel too. It's it definitely gets better every day with him doing running that for us here. So thanks again, Chuck. Goodbye. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to Triple P. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can leave us a comment or question on Twitter at PitPokeyPod or on the Triple P Facebook page. We also stream box openings online and live play at twitch.tv slash Duke of Hobbies. There you can earn TCGO codes and more. If you have made or know any Pokemon artists, send us a message and we will feature an artist each episode. Gotta catch them all.